welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. Today, we are talking about a planning for a green burial or a natural burial. The NFDA reports that 14% of Americans under the age of 40 want a green burial. And a whopping 62% say that they want to have more information about it. So here's a little bit more information about it. It's amazing how this trend is going across America. In fact, when I started in this industry, it really wasn't much of a topic, and it seems like, seriously, just about every day, uh, I'm getting some kind of a question, either in an email or somebody in our community or somebody's calling and asking about green or natural burial. They want to know their options, and frankly, I'm glad. It's about time we're getting there. So let's talk what is a green burial. A green burial generally means you're going to be buried or you're going to be cremated or there's something now called uh, aquamation, alkaline hydrolysis aquamation. That would be considered green burial of some sort. There is also in the state of Washington and now just recently in the state of Oregon, there is something, and, and, and quite honestly, it's, it's like decomposition. And it's, uh, it's something that's new. You might take a look at it. But it essentially speeds up the process of a natural decomposition of a body to, into about a three to six month period. And that's something that's new. Nobody in Oregon does it yet, but people up in Washington, the Seattle area, they have that option. And so we've actually had some people uh, sign up with us for us to take them into our care, hold them here until we can get them to Washington or Washington comes down and gets them. Different inter- interesting information. But generally, it means to be buried in a biodegradable container or a shroud, uh, which means that it can be an all-wood casket. It can be a a cardboard casket. It could be a fiberboard casket. It could be a wicker basket. It could be simply just a sheet or a shroud wrapped around the person and placed in the ground. That's the burial side of it. And I probably missed a few things on that or options. If you're going to be doing a cremation or aquamation, it means to be having the ashes placed into some sort of a bio degradable container or to be scattered or spread uh, in a scattering garden in the ocean in the in the rivers or wherever around but it means to leave no footprint you know as small of a footprint as possible so if you're going to be buried as a whole body it means that there's not going to be a um, embalming take place no formaldehyde, no glutaraldehyde, no, no any hides whatsoever. 
And uh, that basically means you're not trying to preserve the body. Generally, that's what it means. And if you're going to have a viewing, what it means is the viewing needs to take place fairly soon after somebody's passed away, because we can take somebody from the cooler, we can set features, dress, all that other kind of stuff. You don't quite, like, quite look as, 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 as good as if you're going to be embalmed, but you look pretty good. I mean, I can't, I, I can't tell you how many people have come up and said, wow, they look awesome because we can set features, close eyes, meaning set features, we can close the mouth, close the eyes, do those types of things gently and then make everything look natural. It's pretty amazing what you can do. It means to be buried in a memorial or an urned garden type of a thing. It can be done in a natural setting. It can be on your farm, on your property, as long as you own the property and you follow the rules of your state to be buried on your property. That We've done that with, uh, with multiple people in the last few years to be placed on their property. If you own the property free and clear, you don't have to, you're not paying a mortgage or that type of a thing. If you uh, let the state know that you're going to be buried on that property and you commit to having that being, because that there's going to be an easement placed on that property so that if you sell the property in the future, children, grandchildren, descendants can still be able to go onto that property to visit that grave. So those are some of the things to keep in mind on that. There are all kinds of different cemeteries. You can go to the Pioneer Cemeteries. Many of those places offer green burial. You can go to natural burial grounds. There are lots of places now within the U.S. that have specifically what would be considered a cemetery, but it's a natural burial ground so that you can go to and be placed in those areas. Private cemeteries can offer that. Some places have a natural area. And I know that in our cemetery, we have places that have been set aside specifically for green burial. So call the cemetery that you're thinking about going to and ask them about uh, green burial locations. Urn gardens, uh, scattering gardens. So if you have been cremated or uh, gone through aquamation, which is a water process, and then you, your, your uh, cremated remains look just like uh, cremated remains because they get processed and they're very, very white and they can be scattered or placed. Some burial options we, we talked about briefly, wooden caskets, wicker baskets, shrouds, cardboard, cotton, wool caskets. For cremated remains or aquamation, you can have salt urns. Uh, you can have a bio urn. You can have sand urns. There's an earth urn. There's wooden urns. There's stone urns. There's biodegradable paper urns. I, I just got to share I had a, a, a hunter that was a deer hunter for his entire life. And his wife, what did she place him in? A salt urn. So that that way he could be placed and he can give back to all the deer and the elk that he had harvested throughout his life. That she placed him out on the farm in the area where all of the deer and the elk go through. And he's, that, he's been licked. <laughs> that it's a salt urn. It's a natural salt urn. And I just had to share that with you. There's other things that you can do as well. If you go to a scattering garden, that type of a thing, and you scatter. If you really want to, to memorialize that place so that you can come back and visit it later, because once you've scattered, they're scattered. You can do a few things. You can actually take 
uh, some of the ashes, you can bury them and you can plant uh, trees, you can plant flowers, you can plant a garden, you know, with using some of those cremated remains. Uh, you can come back to that spot where you've had those things planted. Uh, you know, how cool would it be to come back 10, 15 years later and see a great big, you know, cedar tree growing in that place? You can have stones, you can have natural stones, you can have pillars, you can have a name engraved onto a stone and have it placed in that place where you've maybe buried those cremated remains. All that's really good stuff. Uh, those are things that you can do to try to memorialize uh, the area, the location that you've done the scattering. A couple things to keep in mind with a green burial. The very first one, green burial generally means outdoors. And if you're at the Oregon coast, it might rain that morning. It could be sunny in the afternoon and you might be getting hail and fog in the evening. So uh, keep in mind about the weather. So if you're planning a trip, if you're going to be going out to sea, if you're going to be going to an area, just keep in mind the weather uh, may change. Plant flowers in the area. A lot of the websites that you work with with your funeral homes have an option to be able to plant memorial trees, that type of a thing. In lieu of flowers, you know, you might ask to have, instead of cut flowers being sent, you might have a memorial tree planted in their name. Online obituaries, uh, that's a good way to be able to honor and to be able to memorialize as well, as well as communicate some of those things that you would like to have, like uh, trees planted in their names. You might consider having an online attendance because you could have somebody out there while you're doing a scattering with their phone and they will be able to Marco Polo or do all of the different types of online things. You could do a Zoom meeting, you can do those types of things so that people can be involved. Rather than a balloon release, especially here at the coast, you know, they're beautiful going up, but sometimes they travel miles and miles out to sea and they become a problem uh, for dolphins, those types of things. Consider doing bubbles. You know, not as big, but certainly as Certainly fun, especially if you have kids doing that. You can paint memorial stones, you know, in, in honor. Uh, there's nothing saying that wherever you go, that you wouldn't bring some rocks that are painted with names and memories and maybe handprints and those types of things to be able to remember that person. Biodegradable urns and caskets and that kind of things too. You know, one of the, one of the funnest things I've watched with a family is they had all the grandchildren come up to the outside of the wooden casket and each person put their hand in the paint and each person put their hand onto the casket and then wrote their name, that type of thing. What a, what a special tribute to that person. You can share readings, you can sing songs, you can have military honors. Again, military honors are that the military honor team is willing to go anywhere. They will go anywhere. They'll even go to a restaurant, especially if you're buying them food. But they will go anywhere and do anything that you request within reason. But they will go uh, to a port before you go out to sea. They'll go to a park. They'll go to your home. They'll go to a farm. They'll go anywhere and they'll present their honors. So these are different things to think about when you're planning a green burial or a green service. Pretty much like having a regular service, you just uh, have a few other things to keep in mind. Well, we have reached that time in our podcast where we take a time and we take a moment and we remember all the families that are experiencing a loss. 
and we light a virtual candle because we're green in their memory. Let's take a moment. This has been The Last Track. I'm Brian Norris. You can find out more about Bateman Funeral Home at our website at BatemanPacificView.com. You can visit us on our website, and you can also leave us messages there, or you can visit us on Facebook. If you have any feedback or any questions about today's episode, you're welcome to call us at 541-265-2751, or you can send us an email at info at BatemanPacificView.com. We would love to hear from you. Make sure to listen to our other two podcasts in this trilogy. Thank you for listening.